Welcome into Opportunity Detroit, brought to you by Rocket Mortgage. Henry Ford Health has announced that it's pursuing a $2.5 billion development plan over the next decade, and that is music to the ears of our first guest, Susan Mosey, Executive Director of Midtown Detroit. Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Talk to us a little bit about this announcement. How is it going to work? What's it going to look like here in Midtown Detroit, Sue? Well, I mean, this um, Henry Ford Pistons and Michigan State University project obviously is very uh, transformational. I mean, in addition to just a lot of new cutting-edge research facilities uh, and just uh, patient uh, facilities, you're going to have uh, the conversion of their existing headquarters, which, as you may remember, was originally the old boroughs headquarters over there on Second Avenue, into residential with an, uh, another residential mixed-use tower uh, near that location, uh, the new MSU Research Center, uh, a new public sort of facing park uh, for the district. Um, so it's, you know, it, it's going to really uh, – stimulate that whole area, which is very quiet today, um, because it's really has not had a mixed-use character there along that that corridor. Uh, It's sort of been this quiet, um, uh, more campusy headquarter location for Henry Ford. So the Pistons have already come in there with their performance center, put in Planet Fitness, which is doing very well over there, have a small market over there. So they've already taken the first step in that area to sort of uh, create a more walkable, more vital district there. But this, of course, will really uh, complete that transformation. You know, knowing how you have put your heart and soul into this area, what was your first thought when they told you what was coming here, Sue? How did you react? Well, I mean, this is, a, this is an area that um, we did a lot of planning work around years ago with all the stakeholders there in that area. And um, always felt like a health-centered corridor there uh, could be very um, impactful for the city. Uh, Henry Ford's already such a major, uh, important medical player in Detroit. Um, you know, that would be an obvious additional, you know, benefit for everyone to have them just expand more on all of these um, amazing services that they already provide for the public. But the Pistons was really the new factor, right? That was not really envisioned years ago um, until Tom Gores decided he really wanted to do this. And that opened up a whole lot of additional um, opportunities for that for that neighborhood. Do you think it will bring more people into the city to live, work, and play, Sue? Well, I mean, you're going to have 500 new units, Sure. So right right away, you're going to have seven to 800 new residents there. So that in and of itself for a fairly small um, three block kind of district will be very impactful. Um, and then they are going to have a considerable amount of commercial space. So depending on what their commercial leasing strategy ends up being, um, more neighborhood amenity type um, businesses like they did with uh, the market and Planet Fitness will, you know, service a much broader area than just a small you know, three-block district. It'll really benefit all of New Center and Midtown as well. When I first heard this announcement and we had it on the Paul W. Smith Show, one of the things I started thinking about is how will it impact some of the other real estate in this area? What do you think about that? Like, for example, the Fisher Building, where we are here at WJR. 
Yeah, I mean, I think overall, obviously, investment um, begets other investment. Sure. So, and especially with substantial, uh, cap, well-capitalized partners. So you definitely will see uh, there are some vacant um, uh, sort of really cool historic buildings still in that general area. I think you're going to see those, uh, some movement on those towards uh, renovation and, and repurposing. Um, there's already been a major one announced over there in Amsterdam that Great Water Capital picked up, and they are doing a $27 million rehab of the, that building for 90 new loft units, and that's just a block from this location. So you're going to, you know, I think you're going to see more and more of that. Uh, we've redeveloped a lot of that property over in Woodward with all those small businesses and restaurants and things that are up by West Grand Boulevard. This will be very good for them um, because it will, again, bring more uh, more customers that are within walking distance of their locations. Talk a little bit about some of the really cool restaurants that have come into the new center area, big-time popular restaurants that are really hard to get into. Right, and we're bringing in more uh, that have not been announced yet. So mm-hmm. we are really trying to develop that two-block, uh, pretty intact um, district up there for sort of like food, beverage, and entertainment. We do have a couple of small retailers, um, but really the the future of that, we really see more as being in the, you know, service, food and beverage, and entertainment. So a couple of new ones that are, um, a couple of the ones that have come in that are to a lot of fanfare, um, of course, been one of our tenants, which is Baba Fair. And then another one of our tenants is The Kitchen um, with Kiana Broden, who does a um, fantastic vegan restaurant there. Um, and then we have Sapinos. We sold them a building uh, to pizza, renovate right? and open their location. Uh, we have Joe Lewis Southern Kitchen that's been doing a ton of business over there. Um, then we have um, Yum Village, who also uh, has got a really fantastic array of food offerings at his location. Um, and we do have a number of other restaurants that will be announced before too long in that same area. We have Time Will Tell, which is a great little cocktail bar. Uh, that you, many of your listeners may not even know is over there, right on Woodward, just uh, a block and a half south of, of West Grand Boulevard. Uh, that recently opened, uh, so people should check that out. And then we have a new one that is just going under construction now. It's called The Duck, and it is a duck pin bowling uh, <laughs> bar and restaurant, and we think it will be really fun. We don't have one in Detroit. Um, this is kind of the shorter pin uh, kind of bowling. And um, anyway, that's um, under renovation now as well in that area. So, you know, we're hoping to just continue to bring in those types of uses there to eventually create like kind of a full, um, really well curated uh, little small business district in that in that part of the neighborhood. And, you know, a couple other restaurants that I also have been paying attention to, one that I've actually been to, Oak and Real. That's a great place. Oh, yeah, place. fantastic. So we worked with Jared to lo- to select that location. I love it. Um, he wanted to be in a location that was just a little off the main main artery. Sure. Um, so gr- great restaurant. Of course, you have Dragonfly and Freya, Sandy Levine's award-winning restaurants over there also. Um, and then you have the Chroma Building, which is just a fantastic uh, um, reuse of um, a building for co-working, for office, for events, uh, big outdoor space, big event spaces. I mean, a, really a, a fantastic uh, destination um, uh, location for all kinds of uh, activity. 
um, and you're having more. You got a lot of small businesses that have been opening there. A lot of small arts and design-driven businesses mm. have opened along that stretch of uh, East Grand Boulevard, including Vault of Midnight, which is an awesome comic book type store. Um, and then you have a variety. I think Boro, which is a wonderful vintage uh, shop that's just relocated from Eastern Market over there. Um, a number of galleries. I mean, it's you know that that neighborhood, which is just immediately adjacent to that new center strip, has really uh, has a bunch of wonderful assets, including Kiesling Bar. Um, lots of lots of really great spaces there. And you know, you mentioned Freya. That restaurant was named by the New York Times is one of the best restaurants yeah, a lot in of the these country, restaurants, right? So, right. So Oak and Rail, Oak and Rail won the Hour Award, this Hour Magazine Award this year. Uh, Freya, yeah, was cited in as one of the top restaurants in the New York Times. Yum Village uh, recently was cited for having one of the best 25 dishes, I think, in America. I think that was the New York Times. Bob Affair just got listed as the 14th best restaurant in the country by Esquire. So these are significant chefs and significant restaurants uh, that are all kind of clustered up in that northern section of the neighborhood. Now, what can you tell us about hotel space, both in midtown Detroit and maybe even further into the city? I know you've been hinting that there's some hotel space coming our way. Yeah, I mean, you know, Detroit, as everyone knows, especially now with the significant expansion that's going to be happening um, at Huntington Place uh, with the new hotel they're going to be doing there. Finally, a large scale convention hotel attached. Um, But we need we need more um, product in the hotel and more product of different price points and brands. Uh, so the um, the nearest, I think, to be under construction is the uh, AC Hotel that the Roxbury Group have been working on. It did get delayed due to COVID, but I believe that's back on track. It'll be under construction before too long out here on Woodward, uh, just south of Mac. So that will sit next to the City Club uh, development that should be under construction shortly this spring or early summer. That's the 350 new units of apartments plus the Urban Target store um, and some other small restaurants uh, that will be going in on that key corner. So um, those are a couple of big projects. There's also another hotel that is being worked on that was announced a while ago as part of the MID, which is a large um, development across from Orchestra Place. That is still being worked on as well. Uh, and we're hopeful that will eventually, uh, within the next year or two, be underway as well. So, you know, we feel like we will have new center, definitely needs another hotel option, extended stay or some kind of product up there. Um, I think given the big healthcare expansion uh, would be a really good add. Uh, and we need more grocery options. Yes. Uh, Whole Foods does really, really well here. And we have two Spartan stores that continue to do well. Um, but we really do need, and we got a lot, a lot of wonderful little bodegas that have opened up in the neighborhood. So the Brush Park Bodega, the Seasons Market in Midtown, uh, we have the long-term like campus favorite Marcus Marcus over here, Marcus Market over here. But we need more um, general groceries in the in the neighborhood. Now, knowing you, you've got a vision for the future. What are you looking at? You know, what would you like to see within the next five to ten years? In Midtown Detroit, what else is well? I mean, I think the continuing the continuing emphasis on more residential. Hmm. Um, I mean, more than ever, the impact of COVID with more remote work and then more students, even at the university, just zooming in for classes. You know, I mean, all of these models are going to be with us longer term. That seems pretty apparent. Um, So we really do need to get back to. 
basics, which is having people live here, right? And yes. having and being able to count on people who live here to really support these local businesses, right? Um, so we will always have, you know, folks that come in from all over to go to these fine dining establishments and the museums and some of the special offerings. But we need to get just more density on the residential side to just constantly uh, be feeding more market for all these small businesses that continue to open in the neighborhood. You know, all of this development has to be really good for people who have been here in this area in Midtown Detroit for a while. Their property values, I would think, are going to get a whole lot better. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the property value uh, situation here, property values have really skyrocketed in the Woodward Corridor over the last decade. I mean, um, and, uh, you know, a lot of that has to do with the amount of development that has come into the neighborhood. Sure. Um, we have pretty expensive for sale condos, uh, in the neighborhood relative to many other parts of the city. However, a lot of people, when they did, you know, when you do buy one of these new or renovated condos, you get something called a neighborhood enterprise zone tax incentive. Mm-hmm. So when those start burning off after like 15 years or so, you know, the taxes go significantly up. So that is impacting the values out here of some of the older condo units in the neighborhood. And this is why making changes to the current tax system, which the mayor has recently been discussing, is discussing is really critical. So at what point did things really start to change? You know, you've been doing this forever in Midtown Detroit, and for a while there wasn't much going on. At what point did all of this change just start occurring? Well, and what I mean, prompted you know, it too? Would you say? Yeah, I mean, I would say there was always uh, work going on. Sure. I mean, I started here 35 years ago, I know, but it's we were amazing. doing a lot of small, a lot of small projects. A lot of fundamental work was done in terms of getting like all the buildings here listed on the national register, so everybody could get a 20% historic tax credit, which is really equity for real estate projects. Uh, we did a lot to form uh, very flexible uh, pre-development loan capital funds here so that a lot of people could have easy access to capital to get their projects figured out or to buy buildings to renovate. So, you know, lots of time was spent in just building a market and um, convincing appraisers and lenders and others that there was even a market for people to live here. Uh, So that took a long time. And then really back in about 2010, and kind of at the tail end of the of the big recession, um, the foundations really stepped up in the neighborhood and said, and the anchor institutions here, Wayne State and Henry Ford, and said, look, we want to invest more in the neighborhood. We think it's important to have a campus around our um, around our facilities. And the foundation sort of came in line with that, and we did a very large-scale residential incentive program that you might have remembered called Live Midtown. That's right. Uh, brought in thousands of new residents into the neighborhood here that were actually – uh, employees of the university, the Detroit Medical Center, and Henry Ford, and they were employees at all income levels. So it was really great. It was a very diverse pool who benefited from those incentives. So, you know, that really helped kickstart a lot of activity. And then we partnered with a very large community development finance institution called um, uh, Capital Impact Partners on a very large uh, loan pool for senior debt for a lot of real estate deals in Midtown. And I think about 10 major deals got done using that capital. So that, again, kept continuing, you know, uh, bringing on product all the time, uh, primarily mixed-use projects. And so that really helped. 
And then we partner a lot with Invest Detroit, and we work with them on another fund called the Core Strategic Fund, which we did another dozen projects or so using that really soft kind of capital. It was kind of like the capital you needed to get the projects over the finish line. And then the state of Michigan came in with a new real estate program, which also really helps. So really a lot of time has been spent on aggregating capital and trying to uh, create programs that really uh, can end up with the successful execution of a lot of these uh, projects. Sue Mosey, Executive Director of Midtown Detroit, all of your hard work has definitely paid off. Congratulations, and thank you for the time today. Thank you. You are listening to Opportunity Detroit. We'll be back right after these messages. 